nationalist sport. Daily stars as Connacht cause stunning upset. Article by Kieran Murphy. Former Carlo FC rugby player Tom Daly produced a stunning performance and scored his side's final try as Connacht bridged a 16-year gap when they beat Leinster away from home for the first time since 2004. Their PRO 14-35-24 victory at the RDS on Saturday night was utterly deserved and was a sweet victory for Daly, who moved from Leinster to Connacht two years ago. The balanced sportsman had taken a while to settle in his new surroundings, but with four tries in eight games so far this year, the inside centre is on the cusp of clinching a regular starting place in the team. With two tries, three penalties and three conversions, out-half Jack Carty took the Man of the Match award on Saturday, but Daly had to be in contention. His ball carries... His tackling and his ability to win possession both in general play and at the breakdown set up his teammates around him who scented victory from an early stage. Playing against his former club, there was a bit of extra motivation going into the game. Over the last few games, I have been playing pretty well, so I tried to get myself involved as much as possible. I ended up on the right side of a result which was good, said Daly. The 25-5 interval lead for the eventual winners was crucial, but that didn't happen by accident. We talked about it all week about having a fast start. Leinster are such a strong team and the only way to get a result was to go out and attack them and get an early lead. It was inevitable that the home side would hit back, which they duly did. At one stage, the lead was down to 28-17. Leinster also had a try disallowed, which would have narrowed the gap even further. Connacht read the warning signs, hit back, and Daly's intercept try with eight minutes remaining sealed victory. We knew they would have their purple patch, which they always do. I knew once we held them, and held them up with some good defensive play, we were going to win it, said Daly. Players tend not to talk about their own individual performance, and the Connacht centre was no exception but he did admit he was happy to come back to his old stomping ground and get a significant result. I was fairly happy with the way it went. It was good to have a big game against my former club, some of my friends, my former teammates, and it was nice to play against Ed Byrne, who has been going incredibly well over the last few weeks. It is nice to play against familiar faces. I have made a lot of friends in my time with Leinster, and it was good to get one up on them, he confessed. While defeat was his lot, it was a good night for Byrne, who showed that he has recovered from a recent injury when he scored Leinster's final try late on. On the other hand, Daly is focusing on a regular start for the Western Province. Bundy Aki is the man in possession of the number 12 jersey, so it is a tall ask for the Carlow man to oust the Irish international player. Performing as well as he is, it looks as if he could be accommodated alongside Aki. Definitely it is close now, the way I have been playing over the last few weeks. Me and Bundy have played together as well this year and hopefully for the big games, that is the way it will go now, suggested Daly. GAA Carew fears rising Covid numbers puts return to training in doubt. Article by Kieran Murphy Carlo football manager Niall Carew 
has admitted he is worried about the recent increase in the number of positive COVID tests and has intimated that it is unlikely inter-county training will begin on the scheduled date of 15th of January as previously planned. In recent years, by the first week in January, at least one round of the O'Byrne Cup competition would have been completed. But this competition has been axed because of the COVID pandemic. Instead, inter-county players had to do their own training because Level 5 restrictions had been put in place. Players were already resigned to a truncated league with Carlo in Division 4 South with Wexford, Waterford and London. Division 4 North comprises of Antrim, Louth, Leitrim and Sligo, with the top two teams in each group playing in a semi-final, with the winners facing up to each other in the Division 4 League Final. Carlo are playing in the Tier 2 Talton Cup competition this season. And while that is not something which the Carlo manager is totally happy with, he and the players were set to put a huge effort into trying to win the competition. Carew is not optimistic players will be back training together on the 15th of January. It could change. We will have to wait and see. We have to abide by the rules. We had planned to come back, but things got out of hand. It is too risky. Lads have to do their own work individually. It is too dangerous where things are at. Numbers, as Covid positive tests, are rocketing, he pointed out. However, the Kildare man has full faith in the players that they will do what is required of them when training on their own. I trust my lads. Every other manager is doing the same thing and players are doing their own thing. They are good lads. The group we have are very committed, said Carew. As for the possible return to collective training... It's all up in the air at the moment. Rumour has it that things are going to be pushed back, but I am not sure. If numbers are down, they could let us back on the 15th of January, but if the numbers continue to rise, it could be February. I am only guessing, he said, while also looking beyond the league. It is widely known I am against the B competition, but at the same time it is out of our control. We will do our best, even though I feel all teams should be allowed to be in the San Maguire Cup. It is what it is. We will do our best, no matter what competition we are in, Carew insists. Whatever about his concern about not playing for the San Maguire Cup, he says the decision to give the club players the second half of the year to play off their competitions is an excellent idea. I think the split season is brilliant. I think it should have been done long ago. I know it took a pandemic for it to go through, but for me, I think it is very fair on both inter-county and club players. I think it gives everyone an opportunity, and it highlights the club competition across the country. It will improve the game and will attract a bigger audience. It normally takes a long time to get things over the line, but we got this one over easily enough. It puts Gaelic games on the map for the full 12 months, the Carlo manager reasoned. Carlo close to appointing a new senior hurling manager. Article by Kieran Murphy. County Board Chairman Jim Bulger has confirmed that the announcement of a new Carlo senior hurling manager is imminent. Coming into office when elected at Carlo Convention, which was held online on the 15th of December, the new chairman had to hit the ground running. With senior inter-county training scheduled to resume on the 15th of January, 
it was important to get the wheels in motion to find a replacement for Colin Bonner, who stepped down at the end of Carlo's unsuccessful Joe McDonough campaign early in December. The Clonmore man appointed an experienced task force comprising of Eddie Byrne, Mount Leinster Rangers, Sean Campion, Ballinabrana, George Darcy, Bagnallstown Giles, Michael Whelan, Nave Owen and Bulger himself. The five-man committee have worked together, but it is too early to speculate who the new appointee is likely to be. Process is ongoing and we hope to make an announcement shortly, said Bulger. At the moment, it is impossible to make any definite plans. Even on New Year's Day, the GAA at national level issued a document offering advice on COVID issues. They stressed, while 15th of January was the date to resume inter-county training at senior level, given the current growth in virus transmission, that date is under review. There is a huge level of uncertainty out there, but Carlo have moved quickly to make an appointment which will give that person time to appoint a management team and to become acquainted with the players. The football and hurling leagues are due to start on the 27th, 28th of February, with the finals on the 10th, 11th of April. Kerry, Westmeath, Meath, Kildare, Down and Carlow will be in contention for the Joe McDonough Cup, with the finals down for decision in July. It is proposed to have two McDonough Cup semi-finals, with the winner from Group A meeting the runner-up in Group B and vice versa. Darts Lennon bows out of World Championships in frustrating manner as finishing lets him down. Article by Harry Shorthose. Steve Lennon's PDC World Darts Championship campaign ended in disappointment when he was beaten 3-1 in the second round by South African Devin Peterson at Alexandra Palace. After a convincing victory over Swede Daniel Larson in the first round, there were high hopes for Lennon against Peterson but in a match where both players missed several doubles to finish off sets and legs, Peterson was the one who progressed to round three. Lennon himself missed 39 darts at the double, and it's a match that he wants to put behind him as he looks ahead to 2021. It's a game that is probably best to forget about, to be honest, said Lennon. It just didn't click for me, and the longer the game went on, the less I could do about it. There's nothing it can really be put down to. I felt good in the lead up to the match. It just happens sometimes. The more I missed, the more he seemed to miss. And that's the way the game went. I missed a lot of doubles, but so did he. I felt so good going into the Worlds, but it just wasn't meant to be. Once the new season starts, you have to forget these things and to move on. I had a great year in terms of how well I've played, but it was undone by one bad game at the end. One game will not define me. When it happens, and it certainly happens to everyone, you end up trying too hard. Then the more it happens, that can make things worse, added Lennon. Peterson himself missed several attempts at the double, and the way the tournament has panned out, Lennon would have faced the world number 80 Jason Lowe in the third round, who he would have fancied his chances against. And then Gary Anderson was waiting in the last 16. This is the furthest Lennon has made it in the tournament, having made it to the second round once before. Lennon admits that it's been a difficult few days mentally since the game. 
It's been a few sleepless nights after the match and certainly the Covid restrictions with flights and all the days of hotel quarantine on the lead up and after the match does no good for your mental health. But I've learned to accept and move on. You can't change the result and I certainly know I'm still playing to a good level. And like I said, I will not let one game define the year I had. I can only take positives from the year and move on from there going forward.